on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again the life i love is making music with my friends Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, still being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relax of Florida, and we are still continuing our series of stories from home because there is still no one traveling. Tonight, we're posting part two of our interview with longtime road warrior and good friend Dick Piper. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. We are continuing our discussion with Dick Piper, former road warrior and good friend. And we're going to pick up where we left off talking about all the uh, the COVID stuff that seems to be affecting people that are staying at home, people that are traveling and people that are just wanting to get out. So picking up where we left off, you had said you believe that this is going to kind of change travel for us going forward. Yeah, I mean, I, as we were discussing before, I, this is going to have a 9-11 effect on, on the world, you know, as it, as, as it did when uh, they bombed the World Trade Centers. I mean, travel, travel from that point on changed entirely, which changed our business environment, the way we did business and, um, you know, day-to-day, day-to-day lives. You look at things differently. Absolutely. Yep. I, believe, I believe this has. I mean, couple that with the technological advances such as the Zoom meetings that we're having now and the ability to communicate at the drop of a hat. I mean, you know, going back when I was a kid growing up, you know, the comic strip had Dick Tracy with his Dick Tracy wristwatch. uh, I can't remember what it was called, but, you know, like a walkie-talkie. And and now, you know, my, my iWatch has more computing power than the first space shuttle. Oh, absolutely. Or, or, you know, I remember when my dad brought home the first calculator in the 70s from Texas Instrument. It was like $400 and it did basic functions. Wow. It is. Uh, I, yeah, I think we are. Things are going to change. I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see some kind of temperature scanners at the airports or when you're going into um, into some of these major facilities, um, to, you know, to, to try to, to minimize exposure. But well, now just build it into your iWatch. I mean, it gives me my pulse, my heartbeat. Why can't it take my temperature? Yeah, there you go. They're probably working on somebody's probably working on that um, right now. I'm sure. You know, I I think what this is doing it, it's ex, it's going to accelerate how technology is changing all we do business. I think it was inevitable. You know, with the with the teleconferencing and Zoom meetings and things of that nature and especially with more and more millennials coming into the decision-making part of the business world. Um, You know, why are we going on planes? Why don't we just do a teleconference or just email, email me your pricing. You don't have to present it in person type of thing. It's becoming a lot less personal and more just factual. Well, and I saw a meme the other day, you and I, I mean, we focus on digital transformation. That's what our jobs have been. Um, for years and years. And I saw something the other day that said, my company's digital transformation took place due to the CIO, the CFO, the COO, or the COVID. And that's a lot of it is that people are now, they're not holding a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, you know, they're finding ways to, to kind of 
get around. So have you been frustrated at all in the last six weeks? Oh, of course. I mean, who, who had, who hasn't been, and it, it, it affects everybody in a different way. I mean, you know, being, being retired, I didn't have much of a life at that point. I mean, I was going into uh, one of my local, one of the local dealers who had been a good friend of our, you know, good friend of mine for years. You know, when I retired, he goes, well, I have an office for you. Come and go as you please. And we'll figure out if you want to work, I'll put you to work. If you want to just hang out and you know, surf the web and put your feet up on the desk and go out to lunch, that's fine. But this office is for you. So I was, you know, stopping by David's office a couple, two, three times a week just to kill a few hours and have kind of a destination to go to. But we were close to coming up with an idea on a new marketing program it was actually going to be, uh, you know, legitimate employment and so forth. And then this crap hit. So that sort of put a kibosh on that. And, um, you know, a couple couple buddies, we were going to go down to the Panhandle and play golf for a few days and do some fishing, and that kind of got put in the back burner. And then I was going to go up to Jersey with another friend of mine who was driving up, and I was going to drive up with him and get a rental car and see some people from my, you know, childhood and early days and maybe go to headquarters. And that got kind of put in the back burner. So, yeah, but I mean, as far as my daily life, I mean, I'm kind of lounging around anyway. Good so for you. Probably, you. You deserve it. And, and I, less impact. I mean, I'm frustrated because I, I, you know, not that I want to go to the mall, but I want to, I want to have the ability to not go if I don't want to. That, that, that and sums it up. That, that sums it up that, you know, I, you know, we didn't do a lot, but I don't like not having the ability to not go do something right. that, that I want to, that I want to do. Um, would you get on a plane right now? Um, probably. I think I would. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the biggest problem today it's not the one-on-one; it's it's the total groups. I mean, I think they've done enough studies to realize that they came up with this number ten from somewhere. You know, any anything less than ten, you're not congregating. So you can have you can have a group as long as it doesn't exceed ten, you're okay. And I don't know why that seems to be a magic number. I don't know. Yeah, I, I probably, I probably would. I mean, when this first hit, I had about three different doctor's appointments to get my eyes, you know, annual checkups, my physical doctor, dentist, and that kind of thing. And I just kiboshed all of those because I don't, I don't want to go anywhere near any kind of medical facility whatsoever. And then I wound up talking to my, uh, my internist and he said, Dick, we're not even seeing sick people. He said, we're doing all of that via tele- televideo. He said, if you're running a temperature or you, you know, you're nauseous or whatever, you, we're not even letting you in the office. The only people we're seeing are healthy people. And I'm thinking, well, if you're healthy, why are you going to see a doctor? Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm metrically opposed to what you go to see a doctor for. But anyway, so I rescheduled my physical and I went in there. And the medical, it's not a huge medical building, but it, it was very easy finding parking places. And I was in and out of there faster than I've ever been. There weren't any people waiting in the waiting room. And I mean, they, they're very sanitary. I mean, they're cleaning everything down. Yeah. And I have a niece who's a, uh, she's actually a COVID pulmonary nurse over at Cherokee Northside, one of the new hospitals over here. And she's getting tested, you know, periodically. And I mean, she's right in the middle of the thick of all of this and she's not been affected physically. I mean, men- mentally, she's a basket case, but. I bet I, I could only I could only um, imagine I was uh, you know I, and I never thought ever in my wildest dreams that I would walk into Publix and everybody would have on some kind of mask. You're going mm-hmm. down aisles one direction. Yeah, 
I know, you know, I just, I saw the other day that, uh, 2020 was written by Stephen King and directed by, uh, Quentin Tarantino because it's just, just on, mm-hmm. on just unbelievable. Is there anything from all this social distancing or all the precautions that, that we've been taking place that you would like to see carry forward <laughs> into, into everyday life? Uh, I, nothing, nothing's coming to mind. I mean, what the, the one benefit we, we got a couple of us guys that are regulars at Taco Mac and we kind of, we're trying, we sort of beat the system a little bit. Um, all the bars here are allowed to sell beer to go. So on Monday nights, they gave double credits for their points type, you know, frequent drinker program they've got. So we'd all congregate there about 630 and pick up our to go orders and also some beers for credits and, We'd go around to the back parking lot and stand around out there and sit up against our cars for about an hour and a half and drink the beers we just bought and eat the wings that we bought. Oh man! We were practicing social, you know, social distancing. There are five or six of us, and we're five, six feet apart. Our way to sort of beat the system and kind of like being in high school behind the uh, bowling alley. Reminded me of the days when you used to get, you know, a couple four guys and get a six pack and. go out in the woods and drink a beer and, you know, hey, there's lights, look out for the cops. And, you know, we're back there drinking a beer. Five or six of us are 50 years, 50 years old plus. <laughs> you keep an eye out for the cops if he comes if around. Really, with, you, know. you really think the, the security guard for this complex is going to come by and say something? He probably want, want a beer with us. Any, any new interesting beers that you've come across? No, I've discovered I don't really like beers. I, I do all the really crazy ones. Stick with stick with Miller High Life and Bud and Heineken. I'm happy. My pet with IPAs. I I wound up getting some kind of peanut peanut butter jelly IPA. It's it's atrocious. It's really go. horrible. Yeah, but you can't tell anybody that it sucks because you spent eight dollars on it and you're afraid to. You yeah, know. I did. Well, I'm that will wind up going in somebody's somebody's bag next time I'm over there. <laughs> I had one of them. I did get some. I did get some uh, some bourbon beer and some rye beer, and they're pretty good. They're pretty strong. You don't want to drink those on an empty stomach, though. No, some of those those bourbon infused where they do it in the beer barrel or the bourbon barrels. I mean, it's almost like booze. I mean, it's just right on that that level where it could almost be a bourbon. Um, they're well, so heavy. Yeah, especially if you buy it up in Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a little bit higher alcohol content yeah. up that way, and we have a limit here in Georgia, but they don't have one in Tennessee. So, uh, one of my friends that that also travels, he's been home. He said the one advantage, though, he has found a bunch of new local beers because yeah. he was always on the road, and you know we always would find something, you know, drink local when you're on the road. But he says he lives up in Pittsburgh, and he's come across a whole bunch of of local beers that you know he never knew was uh, was around. So mm-hmm. that made a that made a big difference uh, in in his world because we all we use kind of like you we keep score on how many you've drank and so that's that's definitely helped. But I think all of us are getting frustrated. Um, we have a, a Zoom meeting with the guys on our team once or twice a week, and you can see it starting to guys are ready to go and and get back out and, yeah and do something because we're. You know, we, I think a lot of the times we talk about where, you know, when you travel, you're, everything is just changing all the time and you're stuck at home where everything's pretty much the same. You know, I know the dog's going to bark at the mailman when he comes back down the other side of the street in a few minutes. You're going to hear one of the dogs. Um, you know, there's not a lot of, a, a lot of variety. It's pretty much the same. Um, most of us are more tired because 
anytime somebody needs to do a meeting, they know you're available. Hey, we need to get together mm-hmm. via Zoom in an hour. And you're like, okay. And uh, you don't realize how much isolation time you have when you're traveling. You know. Yeah, most, you know. Um, I mean, I'm I'm talking. Well, I was talking to you last night. I, you know, yeah. like thirty ten o'clock. And I, you know, when before this hit, I, I normally would not think of calling you or talking to you that late. But I know number one, you're home, and number two, you don't have to get up early to make a flight. Yeah, it, it, so, absolutely. Like, hey, you there? Yeah. Okay. Can you talk? Yeah, sure. But. Yeah. Uh, you know, the yeah. one thing we were getting together the other night, uh, I mean, this, this Taco Mac group, um, they're opening up their restaurants. Actually, a few of the ones are opening up today for dine-in purposes. And then the rest of them will roll out sometime during the during the coming week. And I'm, I'm just hoping that they don't, you know, the, the daily patrons, the, you know, the normal guys that we, we go there with, just don't go crazy and start trying to overrun the place because you can't go to the bar. The bar, the bar itself is not open. You have to sit in the dining room portion. And I just don't want the guys to start go, going up to the bar and wow. trying to stand around and hang around and, and kind of abuse the privilege or try to push the envelope. Because I think that'll come back to haunt us in a couple of different ways. So I, I just hope that people are, are going to segue into this slowly and cautiously. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not against opening stuff up. I I, I mean, I think we have to for the san- for the sanity. You know, when I had my physical the other day, my doctor was mentioning that he said, you know, we got to get back to work. He yep. said, I, I you know, being a doctor, I understand the severity of the coronas. He said, but the mental health issues that, that I that I see. And the problems that a lot of people are experiencing, he said, could could eventually far outweigh the severity of the you know, complications coming out of the virus. Yeah, I, I can only I can only walk so many times a day, you know. When it would, and you're absolutely and you're absolutely right from the mental the mental aspect of it. So maybe you could shed some logic because I I lived in Georgia I don't know twenty I've lived there a couple times twenty plus years. But what was the rationale behind opening up massage parlors and tattoo parlors? What was, was there some kind of side hustle going on? Cause I couldn't figure that one out. Uh, no, I can't, I, I can't, I can't either. Okay. I just, the, only, the only thing that makes any sense to me whatsoever is those, those um, items, massage, tattoo, and, and haircuts, they're all a one-on-one thing. You know, it doesn't involve a group of people or anything like that. So, you know, if you are clean or clear, whatever, right? to start with, and Steve Frick walks in my door and I take his temperature and you don't have a temperature and you have a mask on and you want to get a tattoo on your arm and you don't cough on me and I don't cough on you. And an hour later you go out, you know, you leave with an anchor on your on your arm tattooed. And I spray down the chair and all my utensils. I mean, I, I think the chances of catching that, catching the coronavirus from something like that, or even a massage. I mean, yeah, you're hands on. I don't know if they use gloves or or what. I mean, that would sort of defeat the whole purpose of it. But uh, yeah, I would. I would think there. Um, I mean, there, there may be a bunch of men running to get massages up in Georgia right now. You know what? I. Now that you bring it up, I might just have to check that out this afternoon. See what see what happens. I mean, living in Florida, you would have thought that we we would have done that. Florida been the first one to go. Yeah, massage parlors, tattoo. Yeah, open them up. Um, yeah. Let them let them let them flood the flood the gates, so to speak. But that's the uh, and wasn't it up? Was it Atlanta? The mayor or the governor's husband 
that had gone to his office and somehow still had his wife on the phone and said to a buddy that, Hey, I, I, I just want to get to the office. I just got to get out of my house. I thought it was Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, and she busted him in a fun way on a, on a press conference or something, but he had gone to the office to get something and his phone was still connected to her talking to her, butt dialed her and he got popped talking to one of the guys going, Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but I, you know, I mean, people can go stir crazy. I mean, yeah. you can take it to the nth, nth degree, you know, don't, don't even walk out your door. I mean, I've been, I've been getting out every day doing something, whether it's walking around the uh, complex that I live in. Um, I've been getting in my car and driving to two towns over and just driving through the town yeah. around and coming home. I mean, I wasted a whole whole tank of gas last week driving nowhere, but you know, it was worth $28 now to fill my tank to, to maintain some sanity and see, you know. And, and I think that's part of it with a lot of the frustration is that we were so used to and taking you and I out of the picture where we travel but people having a commute to the office are coming home where they had a time to unwind, you know, listen to the radio, whatever that looks like. And they don't have that. Their commute is now, you know, from the bedroom to wherever I'm working mm-hmm. and you don't have that. I mean, it's 20, 20, literally 24 seven. We were, we were talking about doing a bar crawl around here and putting a bottle in each one of the rooms and uh, everybody have a drink in one room, move to the next one, move to the next one. Yeah. Probably not a responsible parent yeah. thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I saw on Facebook somebody had posted a treadmill. Um, they missed the airport, so they had their treadmill at, I don't know, 0.1 miles an hour with their suitcase behind them like they're on the conveyor yes. belt. <laughs> so, yeah, I saw that. I saw that one. I thought that know, was, there there I mean, are some creative creative people out there. I don't, I, I don't possess that gene, but it's, you know, and that's I, you do have to kind of make light of a lot of that um, or you will, you will go crazy. Yeah, you do. I mean, the one—I mean, the one thing that's come about is, as we were talking when we did, did get together the other night, it's looking at your uh, your credit card bills. It's like, holy crap! You never realize how much money you spend going out. Oh well, and 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 so two things that happened to me because this has been about six weeks. Is one, um, you know, when you travel, you're always—you never know if you're truly zero on your credit card bills, right? You know, you I mean you can do the math. So I'm totally zeroed out on my credit card bills. But I'll tell you what, the last when my points hit yesterday for my travel perks, it was pathetic. I mean, you're so used to seeing those big points get posted every 30 days. And this was like yep. the first month where um, there was nothing, uh, nothing mm-hmm. to get posted. And then I did, I did the mistake of looking at my 401 early on. I haven't checked back. I have not gotten on a scale. I'm afraid to do that. You know, if I get on a scale, it may say one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've lost eight pounds. Well, good for you. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, well, it wasn't it wasn't intentional. I'm not drinking any less beer. I had some dental work done, and it's kind of killed my taste buds. I got to go get that checked out. I hit a nerve or dead in something. So, yeah, I mean, never... I can't tell if I'm eating a piece of chicken or a piece of steak, and, and cake cake and stuff just doesn't taste as good. So, I, maybe it might not be a bad thing. But I you may leverage that into some kind of infomercial for some kind um, of new. new yeah. type new diet program well dick i appreciate you spending an hour with us we're going to break this up like i said we've broken it up over two segments um always a pleasure to talk to you i haven't seen you in a few months um hopefully i'll be back up in the atlanta area i'm hoping in the next 30 days or so and so give me give me a call we'll get together all right absolutely 
as I usually try to say, travel safe, but since nobody's traveling, I'm just going to say stay safe and thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.